0: And opinions on the following program are those of the participants and not necessarily those of KKVV Las Vegas.
1: Are you between a rock and a hard place? more over that sheep than over the 99 that did not go astray. Welcome to Save the Lost at All Costs. Posted by Save the Lost at All Costs Inc. Featuring your sister in Christ and humble servant of the Lord Nina S. Griffin. You're listening to Sister Nina S. Griffin, and we are on Save the Lost at All Costs. We're going to open up the phone lines right away. If you're local, to join our discussion today, you will dial 702-650-5588. I say again, to join our discussion today, if you have a praise report, prayer request, a comment, love to hear from you locally, dial 702-650-5588. If you're calling outside the Las Vegas area, we do have a toll-free number for you. Which would be 800 366 8883. Again, if you're calling outside the Las Vegas area, we do have a toll free number for you to call in to join our discussion. 800 366 8883. We are being streamed live from KKVV's website, which is www.kkvv.com. Hello and God bless. I just waved to you. Brother Vernon just waved to you. We're also being streamed live from Save the Lost at All Cost Inc.'s website. And our address is www.savethelostlv.org. If you have missed any of our previous broadcasts, you can go there, uh, click on to Radio Archive, select the broadcast you'd like to listen to or any of our other previous broadcasts. The Gospel is always free on our watch. We're also on iTunes at this particular time, totally free to listen to us on iTunes as well. And that address again is www.savethelostlv.org like to say hello to my brother in Christ my dear friend and who happens also to be a father Happy and blessed Father's Day to you again Brother Vernon Davis. How are you man of God I'm
2: doing great and thank you for that sister Nina and I'd like to uh, give a shout out to uh, my pastor Richard Powell and First Lady Tanya Powell uh, Bread of Heaven Christian Ministry and they also have a show that they do here on Saturday um, from 11:30 I believe to 12.
1: Amen. Well, that's another part of the KKVV family family and uh, God's kingdom family. Amen? Amen. So we'd like to definitely say hello to them, and we wish uh, your pastor and all the men in your particular fellowship a happy and blessed Father's Day as well. Uh, This was a unique Father's Day for me because it was my son Harold III's first Father's Day. Amen? So uh, it was a blessing. He and I had great fellowship together, and we were able to... uh, have a real thoughtful and insightful conversation. Uh, it's a blessing uh, that my son woke up in the land of the living. God has blessed him, and uh, our family is growing. And we are thankful and blessed for Harold the Fourth. And we thank no one other than our Lord and Savior, who's the head of our life, Jesus Christ. Jesus Amen. Christ. Happy cause...
2: Father's Day, Harold.
1: Amen. And definitely want to give a shout out to uh, Senior Pastor Joseph E. Terry. Uh, you reached out to him today, talked to him. Uh, I uh, heard from him as well today. And, you know, thank him for his Father Day wishes. And to all the men in his family under his roof. You know, we really appreciate them as well. And happy Father's Day to our, our fellow brothers. Amen.
2: Amen. And then Amen. to our
1: set man of Christ. So God bless you. And again, happy, happy Father's Day. Happy now, there's also uh, another day that this day uh, uh actually uh, represents and I also like to recognize my mother's mother. Uh, she's gone to be with the Lord, a great saint uh, in Christ, great warrior in Christ that would be Samantha Roan Cunningham. I love you Nana and happy blessed birthday and God willing uh, when he deems so. I will see you again. Amen? Amen. All right. So we have another day that we are honoring and recognizing. And you want to tell us a little bit about it, Brother Vernon?
2: I sure will. Uh, it's Juneteenth Day uh, for June 19th. Uh, June is the oldest known celebration commemorating the ending of slavery in the United States. Dating back to 1865, it was on June 19th that the Union soldiers led by Major General Gordon Granger landed at Galveston, Texas, with news that the war had ended and that the enslaved were now free. Note that this was two and a half years after President Lincoln's Emancipation Proclamation, which had become official January 1, 1863. The Emancipation Proclamation had little impact on the Texans due to the minimal number of Union troops to enforce the new executive order. However, with the surrender of General Lee in April of 1865 and the arrival of General Granger's regiment, the forces were finally strong enough to influence and overcome the resistance. Later attempts to explain this two-and-a-half-year delay in the receipt of this important news have yielded several versions that have been handed down through the years. Often told is the story of a messenger who was murdered on his way to Texas with the news of freedom. Another is that the news was deliberately withheld by the enslavers to maintain the labor force on the plantations, and still another is that federal troops actually waited for the slave owners to reap the benefits of one last cotton harvest before going to Texas to enforce the Emancipation Proclamation, all of which, or neither of these versions, could be true. Certainly for some, President Lincoln's authority over the rebellious states was in question. For whatever the reasons, conditions in Texas remained status quo well beyond that was statutory. General Order Number 3 One of General Granger's first orders of business was to read to the people of Texas General Order Number 3, which began most significantly with, The people of Texas are informed that in accordance with a proclamation from the Executive of the United States, all slaves are free. This involves an absolute... Equality of rights and rights of property between former masters and slaves and the connection heretofore existing between them becomes that between employer and free laborer.
1: Amen. So Juneteenth is a a glorious day for those of us who have had uh, slavery in our history. Uh, My mother's mother, which would be my grandmother, her grandmother was a slave. So there's definitely a connection in the bloodline to slavery. And I'm sure most of us who are born in the United States have some connection to slavery. Whether as a slave or as a slave master. The beautiful thing is is that the Lord Jesus Christ is here to reconcile us. Amen? Amen. There does not have to be a division. There is a liberation. There is liberty. And what God has delivered... No man can enslave. Amen? Amen. So we really need to understand the relationship that a father and his son have. A relationship that God has with his people. Amen? Amen. A relationship that the deliverer has with those who need to be delivered. So we're going to look at what love really looks like. And then we're going to relate it to being a father amen? amen and we're going to look at god as a father in the old testament then tie that up with god as a father in the new testament so we're going to look at what real love looks like and we're going to go to the word of god to to define it amen amen so brother vernon i'd like you to go to first corinthians and you're going to go to chapter 13 and you're going to read all 13 verses in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, and you and I both have the New King James Version, correct? Correct. All right. So if you would do the honors, we're looking at what real love looks like, and we are doing this in the context of establishing God as a father. Amen?
2: Amen. So that's 1 Corinthians
1: chapter 13, and you're going to read all 13 verses.
2: Okay. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 from the New King James Version. Verse 1. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. Verse 2. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. Verse 3. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but I have not love, it profits me nothing. Verse 4, love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy, love does not parade itself, is not puffed up. Verse 5, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil. Verse 6, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Verse 7, Bear all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Verse 8. Love never fails, but whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. Verse 9. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. Verse 10. But when that which is perfect has come, then that which is in part will be done away. Verse 11. When I was a child, I spoke as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. Verse 12. For now we see in a mirror dimly, and then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know, just as I also am known. Verse 13. And now abide faith, hope, love. But these three These three, but the greatest of these is love.
1: Amen. Amen. So when someone tells you they love you, Vernon, I'd like you to take them to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And uh, this would be the standard. Right. And when you say you love someone, this would be the standard as well. Amen. Amen? Amen. It's both ways. If we want love to be the defining factor. Amen. Amen. So now we're going to go to 1 John. We're going to go to chapter 4. And we're going to look at verses 16 through 18. Again, 1 John chapter 4, verses 16 through 18. Again, I'm in the New King James Version. And the Word of God says this, verse 16. And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love. And he who abides in love abides in God. And God in them. 17. Love has been perfected among us in this that we may have boldness in the day of judgment because as he is so are we in this world. Verse 18 there is no fear in love but perfect love cast out fear because fear involves torment but he who fears has not been made perfect in love. And then 19, we love him because he first loved loved us. us. Amen. Amen. Now let's go over to Romans. We're going to look at chapter 12 and we're going to look at verses 9 through 13. Every time I look at verse 19, we love him because he He first first loved us. Amen. Amen. He first loved us. Amen. Mm -hmm. So that would be Romans 12. And we're looking at verses 19 through 13. And would you read those for us, man of God? Romans chapter 12, verse
2: 19. No, verse 9 through
1: 13. 9
2: through 13. Yes, sir. Verse 9. Let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil. Cling to what is good. Verse 10. Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love. In honor, giving preference to one another. Verse 11, not lagging in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Verse 12, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing steadfastly in prayer. Verse 13, distributing to the needs of the saints, given to hospitality.
1: So it says, be patient in tribulation. So when someone is going through something, we should be patient. Amen. Amen. We should not put our time and expectation on it because patience is a virtue. It's truly a gift from God. Amen. Amen. So now we're going to go to 1 John. We're going to go back to 1 John. We're going to look at chapter 3, and we're going to start in verse 10, and we're going to end up in verse 17. Again, we're in the New King James Version, and we are reading the scriptures to identify What love looks like, amen? Amen. And what it looks like is what it is because God is love and love is God, amen? Always. So we do not get to have the definition on love, amen? Amen. The world cannot define what love is. God defines what love is because he is love, amen? Amen. So again, 1 John chapter 3, we're going to start at verse 10 and we'll finish up with verse 17. And starting in verse 10, the word of God reads as such. In this, the children of God and the children of the devil are manifest. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is he who does not love his brother. 11. For this is the message that you heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. Verse 12. Not as Cain, who was of the wicked one, and murdered his brother, and why did he murder him? Because his works were evil and his brothers righteous. Thirteen, do not marvel, my brethren, if the world hates you. Fourteen, we know that we have passed from death to life because we love the brethren. He who does not love his brother abides in death. Fifteen, whoever hates his brother is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. Sixteen, by this we know love, because he laid down his life for us, and we also ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. Seventeen, but whoever has this world's goods and sees his brother in need and shuts up his heart from him. How does the love of God abide in him? Wow, that's a powerful indictment. Amen? Amen. Now, let's uh, finish up with Matthew 22, Brother Vernon, and you're going to read verses 34 through 40. Again, Matthew 22, 34 through 40. Uh, This right here, if you don't love your brother... You cannot have the love of God in you. Amen. That's true. It's just that simple, man of God. So we really, really have to question what it is that we love. Amen. 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 So let's go to Matthew 22 again, verses 34, and we'll finish up in verse 40.
2: Okay. Matthew 22, verse 34. But when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together. Verse 35. Then one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question, testing him, and saying, Verse 36. Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? 37. Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. 38. This is the first and great commandment. 39. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. 40. On these two commandments, hang all the law and the prophets. And those are the words of Jesus.
1: Amen. Because we have the red letter edition. Amen. Amen. He said, hang all the law and the prophets just on those two commands. Amen. Amen. To love God. How should we love God?
2: With all our heart, with all our soul, and all our mind.
1: And how should we love our brother?
2: As we love ourselves. Basically the same way.
1: Amen. That's <laughs> it. That's absolutely. it. Absolutely. Be loving. We A- want
2: love, be loving.
1: Amen. Because God's the blesser. Amen. Amen. So we want to please our father. And in pleasing our father, he blesses us. Right. Because, what does it say? He loved us. First. First. Before we loved him. Which Amen. Is a
2: good example, if, if like I was just saying, be loving. You know, if God could love me first and I want love in my life and I want to love my brother, I should practice as an example to be loving or give love first. Amen. You know, uh, unconditionally or try or expecting. And then you <clears throat> sp- I know this has worked in my life before.
1: Amen. You know. But it says without love, is death. Right. That's, that's the thing that you're giving is death. Amen.
2: If you're not giving love.
1: You're giving death. It's that simple. So now we understand what love looks like in the Bible from the word of God. Amen. Amen. God speaking this. Mm -hmm. So... Make no mistake, He has made the case, and this is the standard of which love is, because He is the standard. So let's look at God as He is talked about as the Father in the Old Testament, because we are talking about fathers, and as they relate to us through God as the model. Amen? Amen. So we're going to go to Deuteronomy. We're going to go to chapter 32, and we're going to look at verse 6, and then we're going to go over to Isaiah amen amen so you're in deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 6 we're going to look at a lot of scripture today we always do but i mean we're going to go fast and furious today amen
2: what chapter again I'm
1: Sorry.
2: 32 verse 6. 32. okay deuteronomy out of the new king james version chapter 32 verse 6 do you thus deal with the lord O foolish and unwise people is he not your father who brought you? Has he not made you and established you?
1: This is Moses asking the house of Israel. Amen? Amen. You know, this is a this is time when they were acting foolishly uh, in Egypt. So Moses asked them straight up. You didn't deliver yourselves. Amen? You didn't protect yourselves. He did it. You can't establish yourself. How do you establish yourself? They were incapable of establishing themselves. They needed to be delivered first. Amen? Amen. And then he establishes them. Because when you come against them, you came against him. Even in their brokenness. Even in our affliction and our addictions. We are still gods for those of us who are in relationship. That's the key word. You, You do not get to do us any kind of way because we are his. Amen. Amen. When we agree to be in relationship, as you said, key word, relationship. This is about relationship. Let's go to Isaiah 64, verse 8, please. Isaiah 64, verse 8. We're still looking at God as a father in the Old Testament.
2: Isaiah 54. No, 64,
1: 64. verse 8. Mm-hmm. I'm off today. Huh? It's not a problem. I'm right here with you.
2: 64.
1: We're, we're a team, Brother Vernon. I'm off at times, and you help me. Amen? <laughs> Amen. So I 64. appreciate you, and I love you. So it's Isaiah 64, verse 8, sir.
2: Okay. Verse 8. But now, O Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay, and you are potter. And all we are the work of your hand do not be what's going on getting carried away
1: it's okay <laughs> verse but,
2: nine but it's good
1: but do we establish who he is yes he's our father but Always he is been. But, but he is the potter also the, and we are the clay yes how does the clay mold the potter doesn't and the thing in order to make I mean, a clay pot don't you have to put some fire to it
2: right we didn't make ourselves
1: Amen. So we're still being shaped. Amen. Amen. With the fire. That's when the perfection comes. Amen. Amen. And the impurities come out when we apply some heat and some pressure. But who's the one that does that? The...
2: Our Father who art in heaven.
1: Who created us. Amen. amen. So if you're feeling a little pressure and a little heat, that's not a bad thing. Amen. Amen. We're getting the impurities out. Amen. amen. So, but he loves you. And when you look at a potter that's actually molding clay... He is so careful. When you look at the hands and the wheel, they know exactly what speed to put it on. How much water is needed. Amen. Amen. How much heat is needed. Amen. They they regulate all that. We ought to be excited to know that we are still being perfected. Amen. Amen. It's a beautiful thing. Now let's go to 1 Chronicles. We're going to go to chapter 17. And we're going to look at verse 13, and then we're going to go over to 22 and look at verse 10. This is God describes himself as the father to the king who would be his son. Catch that in your spirit, to the king who would be his son. Amen? Amen. Okay, First Chronicles chapter 17. We're looking at verse 13.
2: First Chronicles chapter 17, out of the New King James Version, verse 13. I will be his father, and he shall be my son, and I will not take my mercy away from him, as I took it from him who was before you.
1: That's that's a prophecy that came true. Amen? Amen. Okay, now let's look at 22. We're still in First Chronicles. We're looking at 22, verse 10. Now you, now, now, you have to, with First Chronicles, verse 17, verse 22.
2: Oh, verse 22.
1: Excuse, excuse me, chapter 22, verse 10. I say again, <laughs> chapter 22, verse 10.
2: Okay, chapter 22. Verse 10. Verse 10.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And the Word of God says, He shall build a house for my name, and he shall be my son, and I will be his father. And I will establish the throne of his kingdom over Israel forever.
1: Amen. See, we're looking at David. Amen. Amen. So you have to understand, Saul was the first king of the house of Israel, but God's mercy wasn't with Saul. So God establishes that David is his. Amen. Mm -hmm. And not only did he say that David was his, but look at what he says in chapter 22, verse 10. He said, the throne would be forever amen Amen. and that a temple would be built now david's hands had too much blood on it however the temple was built out of david's bloodline which was solomon so it still was as god spoke it and this is god talking about his son that would be the king amen? amen and jesus is a descendant of who david amen so it lines up Now, that's God describing himself as a father. Now, look at God as he refers himself as a father. He is a rock, he is a defender, and he is a savior. Now, let's go to Psalm 89, verse 26. We're going to go to Psalm 89, verse 26. Now, let's start looking at these attributes. Amen?
2: Amen. Psalm 89, verse 26. He shall cry to me, you are my father my God, and the rock of my salvation.
1: He said, he shall cry to me. Amen? Amen. What child could not cry to his father? But he says his rock. Jesus is known as what? The rock. rock. Amen? And and is this not a savior that we're looking at right here? Absolutely. Not a, Is he not a defender? Amen?
2: Always been. We Always.
1: But you see how it harmonizes? It lines up. It is what it was already established to be, Vernon. Now let's look at Isaiah chapter 63, verse 16. Again, we're going to Isaiah chapter 63, verse 16.
2: Isaiah chapter 63, verse 16. Doubtless you are our father through Abraham. Though Abraham was ignorant of us. And Israel does not acknowledge us. Yes, O oh Lord, are our, our Father, our Redeeming from everlasting, our Redeemer from everlasting is Your name.
1: From everlasting to everlasting, Amen. Amen. A Redeemer. So you can just see Christ coming out of this, Amen. Amen. Because He and the Father are one, Amen. Mm-hmm. So let's look at Jeremiah chapter 31, and we're going to look at verse 9.
2: In Jeremiah chapter 31, Mm -hmm. verse 9 says, They shall come with weeping and with supplications I will lead them. I will cause them to walk by the rivers of waters in a straight way in which they shall not stumble. For I am a father to Israel. And Eph." Ephraim is my firstborn.
1: Ephraim. Ephraim. Is my firstborn. Thank but you. he said they will not stumble. He will make sure that they walk straight. Why? Because he's straight. Amen? Amen. Dude, we just have to be so excited as we see this unfolding, man of God. It always was. I like, some people feel God is this far off, you know, I'm. How do I speak to him?
2: I felt like that before, at one time, but mm-hmm. but when you stay in His Word and what's been happening with me, it's He's there. He's always been there. I just wasn't there. Amen. And, you know when you say that, I can't imagine why did I see Him that far, and now He's like right here, right now. That's
1: Be- because that's
2: amazing to me. Th-
1: the thing is, is that when we open ourselves up, that's it, and just to hear and to receive
2: that's it.
1: and to go to him in faith. See, it's impossible to please God without faith. Amen? Amen. So we have to go to him in humility, Brother Amen. Vernon, and admit that we are having some blockage there. What father would not love us and clean out our ears and put us in a position where we could receive? Amen. Why would he want to keep himself hidden from us? There's none like him. Amen. Mm -hmm. So let's start looking at the New Testament. And we're going to see here that Jesus refers to God as his father hundreds of times. And even the Gospels and the apostles refer to God, the father, a lot. We're going to start seeing intimacy being developed. Amen. Amen. Okay. Because now we have a savior on the scene. Amen. Amen. So let's go to... Matthew chapter 5 and we're going to spend some time in Matthew. Amen. Amen. And we're going to look at verse 45. And this is this is wonderful especially on Father's Day, Mm -hmm. so that we can glean from this, and we who are fathers can understand what our role is. Amen? Amen. When we look to our Heavenly Father, and we're going to start seeing the word heavenly and heavens used. Okay, we're in Matthew chapter 5, verse 45.
2: 45, that you may be the sons of your Father in heaven, for he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and on the unjust.
1: Okay. So who who could do that?
2: Only our Father in heaven, the Lord God.
1: So if he's in heaven, he's not anything earthly. Amen? Amen. We, we have to catch that in our spirit. He is not like any other earthly father. Nothing. He resides in heaven. And look at what it says he can do. He says that he can make his son. What he say? Rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and the unjust. Amen. Amen. Only he could do that. Now, let's go to Matthew 6, 9. Now, this is written in red. So, this is Jesus speaking. Amen. Amen. So, we're going to Matthew chapter 6, verse 9. What does it say, man of God?
2: Verse 9. In, in this manner, therefore, pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Eleven, give us this day our daily bread. Twelve, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Thirteen, and do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
1: What man has a kingdom with the power and the glory forever? What man is capable of that? And what man would we be praying to and calling him our father? With Jesus teaching the disciples how to pray and he praying alongside them. Our father, your father, our father, it's no different. Amen? Amen. But this is not a man attribute. No. Let's go to Matthew chapter 7 verse 11.
2: Matthew chapter 7, verse 11. from am still in the New King James Version. Um, red lettering, which means Jesus is speaking. Verse 11. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father, who is in heaven, give good things to those who ask Him?
1: Heaven. Amen. You see how we see this location? Mm-hmm. It's like... Uh, I'm Nina. I was born in Los Angeles, but I live in Vegas. You always denote location mm-hmm. with someone. Where are you from? That's one of the things, like, where are you from? Where is he from?
2: He's from heaven.
1: Amen. But that's that's his origination. Amen. Amen. That's always been his address. Always. A- Amen. Not like me. Amen. <laughs> Not like me either. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> I I started down here on the bottom. I'm trying to get to the top. Amen. <laughs> we're going to take a call, and then we're going to get back to the scriptures. Amen. Amen. Hello. You're on Save the loss at All Costs, and God bless you. Well, oh, good afternoon, Minister Nina and Minister Vernon. God bless you, too. Thank you. Good afternoon, mm-hmm. woman of God, and how are you, Sister Eagle? Well, I'm blessed after listening to uh, this uh, broadcast. I'm about five minutes
0: late, so I don't know. What you've already said, but I wanted to wish you guys, uh, Vernon, brother Vernon, I don't know if you're a father, but if you I are in the future, happy Father's Day. I'm sure that you influence a lot of souls and young men Thank in you. your walk. Thank you. Uh, yes. And, uh, Sister Nina, Master Nina, I want to wish you a happy Father's Day as well and happy Father's Day to your dad. That is, it's going to be with the Lord and, Thank you, you know, to be absent from the body is to be present with him. And I know he's up there rejoicing. How could he not be Amen. looking down on his daughter, fellowshipping with the Lord, Amen. his daughter who ushered him into the family of God, Amen. into the kingdom. And now he's able to be up there with God and the father and look down on you and be proud. And I thank you for your inspiration and your example. And, okay, I think this is a really good message. About Amen. Love. Amen. I'm like, I'm really blessed. I'm going to have to get the scriptures from you later. Amen. But I love you. I love you. You And His power and His might.
1: Amen. We love you. Well, stay tuned, sis. We're talking I about uh, God as a, as a father and how it relates to us. And how Jesus uh, teaches us about intimacy with the father, because now we're learning that he's a heavenly father in the Old Testament. It didn't speak of him like that. It spoke of him, you know, as the father of the nation, amen, right. that he established the nation, amen. Right. But amen. now we're looking at intimacy, because as we know, uh, the veil was ripped. Amen? Amen. Amen. So he's Andrew. teaching us how to go in and, and establish intimacy. So we're very excited to be on this journey, and I and I pray you stay with us. And I most
0: certainly will. Uh, I'm very excited as well. And I just want to say real quickly, when you don't have a father or uncle or brother or even a stepfather or, or, or grandpa, when you don't have no one else to look to but your father— and to know that love, the love of God, you know, because it's how could we possibly not love him? He loved us first. Mm-hmm. And that intimacy, I mean, there is that's it. I mean, that's all that we have ultimately, Amen. you know, is him, our father. So we thank God for him, our creator and we thank God for you, Sister Nina, Miss I Nina you. and keep up the good work, and I love you much.
1: All right. Love you more. Thank you, sis, for the encouragement, and God bless all the fathers in your life, too. Thank you. Bye-bye. 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 Amen. We appreciate that. Deborah's one of our faithful, faithful listeners. God bless her. Uh, Matthew 10, we are looking at verses 32 and 33. Matthew 10, verses 32 and 33.
2: Verse 32, therefore, whoever confesses me before men, him I will also confess before my Father who is in heaven. Verse 33, but whoever denies me before men, him I will also deny before my Father who is in heaven.
1: You see that? My Father who Who is is in in heaven. heaven. My Father who is in In heaven. heaven. Amen. 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 Can you imagine the Lord Jesus Christ taking you directly to his Father in heaven? Can you imagine... Your name on Jesus Christ's lips to his Father. But it also says that if you deny him, amen, Amen. he he will will deny deny you as well in front of his Father. To have the audience with the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, some kind of audience. Amen? Amen? And you can establish that by your belief and your obedience. That's huge, Vernon. What other man is offering that? Where can no you man. get that from? No, no, man, man. no man can offer you that. No and if he tries Thank to man. offer you that, he's a lie and the truth isn't in him. We have to be careful who we are giving our allegiance to. Amen? Amen. Who we're following and who we want to speak on our behalf. I could find no one who could even begin to be compared to Jesus. Not even close, Vernon. And and who would you want to speak on your behalf in front of the Father?
2: Only Jesus would be.
1: Why would it it just doesn't make
2: any sense? But But, but, only Jesus. I'm just
1: saying, man of God, we have to put it out there, right? We have to ask the question: Who do you want speaking on your behalf about anything? That's true. Matthew eighteen. We're going to look at verse uh, 14. Matthew 18, we're going to look at verse 14. And again, we're in the red letter edition of the New King James Version. And when you see it in red, it means Jesus is speaking. Amen?
2: Amen. Chapter 18 out of Matthew, verse 14. Even so, it is not the will of your Father who is in heaven that one of these little ones should be, perish.
1: It is not the will of the Father. Amen. Who is in heaven. Who is in (laughs) heaven again. Because why? He gave his only begotten son to whomsoever. Amen. Amen. Could have what kind of life? Life more abundantly. Amen. Amen. So there wasn't a requirement that you had to fit. There wasn't a prerequisite that you had to fit in for Jesus to die for you. Other than to be a sinner. And we're all sinners. Right, Vernon? Absolutely. That's it. That's all you had to be. And we were that already. We were born into sin. Amen? Amen. So, let's look at Matthew 18, verse 19.
2: Matthew 18, verse 19. Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven.
1: And let's read verse twenty. For First, good measure.
2: For verse 20, for where, for where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them.
1: Who Amen. is there? Jesus, Jesus Christ, Christ is there. Vernon. He's always been there. I I'm, I'm I'm just overwhelmed. You know what Me I mean too. with the goodness of the Lord. Amen.
2: He's always been
1: there. Amen. So we see Jesus keeps introducing over and over again, he's in a heavenly place. You can't look for God in an earthly place.
2: Where's his father at?
1: In heaven. Amen. Amen. He says heaven, heavenly. Amen. Amen. He is not of this realm. He is not of this kingdom. Nobody deserves the honor but God. Amen. Amen. Nobody deserves the glory but but God. God. Amen. We got to be careful who we are worshiping, who we are idolizing, who we are following, who we want to know about. Amen. Because at the end of the day, they're just human, Vernon. Amen. Amen. They're just human. And the last time I checked, every human will die that's it. That's for sure. Yes. Now, intimacy is being established and we're going to see it in the word Abba, A-B-B-A. It means father. Believe it or not, it's an Aramaic word. So when Jesus was in the temple, they spoke Hebrew, you know, because you're preaching the word, amen? Amen. And it's formal. But the thing is, is that when he is talking amongst his disciples, and there's a lot of people who speak Aramaic, they may not have the Hebrew down. So guess what? Abba is what they teach little kids. You know how you say daddy and mama? Well, Abba is more for a child endearment about the father. But guess what? Now that same type of love and endearment is passed on to the adult. Son and daughter. And Abba remains. Because it denotes intimacy. Amen. Amen. Dada. Dada. Daddy. Abba. Abba. But guess what? It doesn't go away. Because its goal is to establish intimacy. Amen. Amen. Abba. And Jesus speaks it on the cross. He says, Allah, why have you forsaken me? Because it denotes intimacy. Amen? Amen. So, let's look at Mark chapter 14. And let's look at verse 36. We're going to go one over to Mark. And Mm -hmm. we're going to go chapter 14, verse 36. Again, we're in the New King James Version.
2: Amen. Mark chapter 14, verse 36. And he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not what I will, but what you will.
1: Do you see the intimacy? Abba. Amen? Abba. Now, let's go to Romans 8, verse 15. I'm going to read that, Mm -hmm. and then we're going to skip over to Galatians. Again, we're in Romans 8. We're going to look at verse 15, and the Word of God says this. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage against to fear, but you receive the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. Father. Now we're going to go to Galatians chapter 4, verse 6. We're going to Galatians. We're going to go to chapter 4, and we're going to look at verse 6.
2: Galatians chapter 4, verse 6 and because you are sons god has sent the spirit sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts crying out abba father
1: you see that and because you are sons god has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts crying out abba father that's the intimacy amen amen you know my father was my father And he'd like to be called sir. Yes, sir. No, sir. But I could always call him daddy. Me too. Always could call him daddy. Sir was a sign of respect. Amen. Daddy was the intimacy, was the love. Amen. Amen. And he answered to both. Amen. But when things got tough, daddy. (laughs) Always daddy.
2: Yeah, when my son wanted something, it was daddy.
1: (laughs) Amen. Amen. But mm-hmm. that's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing is, is that we need to reclaim our birthright and to know and enjoy God as Abba, our father. Um, absolutely. See, a lot of us have broken relationships with our natural fathers. Amen. Amen. And and brokenness be God's brokenness. Amen. Amen. So the thing is that you have an opportunity, as the caller said Uh, Sister Eagle, as I affectionately call her, but Minister Deborah says, I was the one that led my father to Christ. Pastor Terry and I were together and he was about to have surgery. So the night before he had surgery, we're in his room visiting him. And Pastor Terry starts a question and saying, you know, are you sure where you're going to be? In reference to his eternal destiny. Are you sure of where you're going to be? My father being a lawyer. And a very excellent lawyer did not have the answer to the question. And Pastor Terry said, would you like me to go on? And subsequently he did. And my father accepted Jesus Christ into his heart. My father was 86 years old. But you never know what the assignment is that you have. Because God is my father. I definitely wanted my Father and anybody else I know, Mm -hmm. whether I know them intimately or are aware of them. I want them to know the Father. Amen? Mm -hmm. We're going to take this call. Hello, you're on Save the Lost at all costs, and God bless you.
0: Oh, God bless y'all, too. I'm just listening to your program. It's beautiful. Um, You was mentioning about uh, the Aramaic. It's called Ababun. It Mm -hmm. means Father, and then the other... Hebrew uh, is uh, el hasha the Hebrew word is mean
2: God the creator because he created us in his form, image, and likeness. And that's why we reverence him because he's the creator, our father. And when we believe on him, he's become even more. Because we have the intimacy with him. Amen. And being our father, we we worship him. And that's the reason why he created Adam to have fellowship with us. Thank Amen. you very much. Amen. 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 Well, God
1: bless you, Pastor Thomas. And thank you for your support and for your obedience to the Lord Jesus Christ and leading souls to him. God bless you, man of God. Bless you too. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. bye-bye. Amen. Amen. We appreciate that. Praise God. We're going to look at Matthew 6, 6. Amen. So let's go back to the book of Matthew and let's look at chapter 6, verse 6. Again, we're in the New King James Version and we're still on the red letter edition. Amen. Amen. All right. So we're looking at Matthew 6, 6.
2: Matthew 6, 6. But you, when you pray, go into your room. And when you have shut your door, pray to your father who is in the secret place. And your father who sees in secret will reward you openly.
1: Amen. So there is some intimacy that's established when we close a door behind us. Amen. Amen. And we are doing this and setting ourselves apart and honoring God with our private and prayerful conversation. Amen. Amen. Now, let's look at Matthew 10. And this is Jesus teaching intimacy to his disciples. Amen? Amen. Matthew 10, we're looking at verses 19 through 20.
2: Hey, Matthew chapter 10, verse 19. But when they deliver you up, do not worry about how or what you should speak, for it will be given to you in that hour what you should speak. Verse 20, for it is not you who speak, but the Spirit of your Father who speaks in you.
1: Amen. We are created vessels. The Holy Spirit resides in us when we have a relationship. Do not worry. The Holy Spirit will do what it's supposed to do. Amen? Amen. Because God knows His will and purpose for our lives. We just need to trust He is our Father. Amen? Amen. Now, let's go to Matthew 11, verses 25 through 27.
2: Matthew 11, verse 25 At that time, Jesus answered and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent and have revealed them to babes. Verse 26. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in your sight. Verse 27. All things have been delivered to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, nor does anyone know the Father except the Son, and the one to whom the Son wills to reveal him. Amen. Amen. That's intimacy.
1: Yes, it is. No one knows the son, but the father. No one knows the father, but the son. the son. Amen. Amen. Let's look at Matthew 20 and we're going to look at verse 23. And the word of God says this. So he said to them, you will indeed drink my cup and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with. But to sit on my right hand and on my left is not mine to give but it is for those whom it is prepared by my father amen amen now let's look at mark 13:32 mark
2: 13:32 mark 13 and verse 32 Two. Mm-hmm. says but of that day an hour no one knows, not even the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father.
1: Amen. No one knows when He's coming back. Amen. Amen. See, angels are created beings. We are created beings, and no one knows but the Father. Amen. Amen. But what we do know is that He is coming back, He being our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So let's go to John chapter 14. And let's look at verses 6 through 10, Brother Vernon.
2: Okay, John chapter 14, verse 6. Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Verse 7, if you had known me, you would have known my Father also. And from now on you know him and have seen him. Verse 8, Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and it is sufficient for us. Verse 9, Jesus said to him, have I been with you so long, and yet you have not known me? Philip, he who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? Verse 10. Do you believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me? Or in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does the works.
1: Amen. Amen. I would love to hang my hat on those verses right there. Amen. Amen. He's asking them. They saying, show us the father. Have you seen me? Amen. Then you've seen the father. So for those who pray to only God, then you have to pray to the Lord Jesus Christ. And for those who pray to Lord Jesus Christ, you have to pray to the father. They are one and the same. Amen. Absolutely. And the Holy Spirit is there to do what? Bear witness to the greatness. Fathers. And those who support fathers and those who come from fathers, we have a great opportunity to be intimate with Abba, the Father. Amen? Amen. I encourage you to study the scriptures. Be inspired. Know that your father loves you. And he's always loved you. We're very excited to know that. As we say around here, save the loss at all costs. God bless. God bless.